Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. And happy Wednesday, the 24th of January, 2024. I keep almost saying 2023. Welcome to Elijah Streams. I'm your host, Steve Schultz. We are in uh, continuing to be in year 26 of bringing you the voice of the prophets. And uh, we also do the, the sections, the, the episodes that we call Prophets and Patriots, which is today. And I'm really excited to bring Gene Ho on in just a few minutes. Gene, Gene has been the uh, campaign photographer for President Trump. And I believe also for Don Jr. We'll ask him about that. And he's the uh, editor in chief of uh, George Magazine. And I'll show you that. I may show it again. That's George Magazine. This is my copy. I have a, uh, these, this is the most beautiful magazine I've ever held in my hand. That's Kim Clement on the bottom. He's my good friend and Gene. Uh, it will tell his story about how he intersects with, with some things that uh, Kim has said. Really neat stuff we're going to cover today and some fun stuff too. It's going to be, you, you guys will know what I mean when I, when I say it's fun when this is over. So, uh, so excited about it. So, Let's see, I don't think we have any other announcements other than that Andrea Hobart will be with us tomorrow talking about rescued children and what she's doing with the airlines and an ambassador to the airlines to help uh, keep our eyes peeled for rescue, rescuing children. And lots of stories from Andrea tomorrow. So but before we go to Jean, let's go ahead and a uh, quick reminder about the wells that you all are helping us dig. So here we go. In the midst of Rose and her friend Kamiati's joyous celebration of the drilling of a new water well, a painful memory from Rose's past comes to mind. Both Justine, Rose's daughter, and Amina, Kamiati's daughter, would routinely get up early in the morning in order to make the trek to the closest water source. As the girls were collecting water one morning, Justine ventured too far into the deeper water and tragically drowned. It's been seven years since Justine's untimely passing. There hasn't been any other options for water, but that's all changing. The prayers of Rose and her friends for a pure, clean water source have been answered and they are overwhelmed by God's goodness. This new water well is the result of the generosity shown by you, our Elijah Streams partners. The difficult journey to the polluted water source for Rose and her neighbors is almost at an end. And it's because of you. Donate online at ElijahStreams.com slash donate. Or mail a check today to Elijah Streams, 525 2nd Avenue Southwest, Suite 629, Albany, Oregon, 97321. And thank you so, so, so much for your continued support. We're every other day, every third day, I keep getting this wrong, 10 wells a month in Uganda. So that's every other day. <laughs> 10 wells every third day. If there's, and then we're doing them simultaneously in other countries too. So that number is really off. It's probably getting closer to every other day. So kind of gets tumbled in my head on that. So, all right, time to bring in uh, an episode of Prophets and Patriots with Gene uh, Ho. So here's Prophets and Patriots. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. And I know you have a big viewership and we hear about you all the time, but thank oh, you very much. Awesome. Very I much for having me on. Well, thank you. And I know you've been on Donay's uh, Clement Petruska program. Yes. I mean, also... go ahead. No, this is great. I mean, I'm watching all the people that you had on your show before. I'm like, oh my goodness, I know them all. So it's, <laughs> so I feel right at home here. 
Well, I know. Yeah, I mean, you breathe rarefied air, my friend. You know, I get to see him on screen and you, you get to be in their presence all the time. So um, I envy you in a good way, but that's uh, I really appreciate all the things you're doing. And I started to, we're going to show you a promo here in a minute, but I started to show people, you know, my own copy. This is the one we're going to talk about in a minute with uh, Kim Clement, George Magazine. I'm going to ask you the story about that. Here's one about yeah. the, the military, that you honor them. This is very conservative, and yet you also will have uh, liberals. Uh, you, you cover some liberals as well. Yes, yes. I, listen, if you go to georgemagazine.com, it's very simple. We, we cover uh, a lot of people we interviewed. Uh, before that, we interviewed uh, RFK Jr., uh, so we just had him, but we also have like staunch conservatives like uh, Governor Mike Huckabee. We just interviewed him. So we'll we'll interview uh, a little bit of everybody, but let people decide for themselves uh, what to believe. It is a beautiful, beautiful, and it is the most carefully packaged magazine in its delivery of anything I've ever, it's it's heavy because of the quality of the paper. The yeah, it, yeah it's, it's almost, uh, uh, it's, if you know, if you ever had a, uh, a like a corporate annual report or yeah. a yearbook type thing is is made of the same type of paper, so it's it's very beautiful, beautiful, beautifully designed, and That's people so. subscribe to it. It comes to their house like an old time magazine. Well, we're going to keep that uh, before you guys during this broadcast. I want, oh, thank you. I want a bunch of you to get a hold of this magazine like I'm enjoying it. Uh, we'll come back to that. But I want to show, we've got a promo of you that's going to give people a broader picture of who you are and what you've done. So without further delay, let's go ahead and run that. Would you please welcome Gene Ho. Gene Ho. Gene Ho! meeting Donald Trump and becoming his photographer for the campaign? No, Governor, here's the thing. is like back then, it wasn't really like a, a big thing. It's huge now. But like I just, they just called me up. I showed up. And it's like four years later, like I'm famous for it. <laughs> and the crazy thing, I was in Reno, Nevada. And this girl comes up to me and goes, oh, I know you. You're, you're. And I said, Gene Ho. And she goes, no, you're the lead singer of the band Journey. <laughs> didn't set out to write this. When I had the picture, I had, thought it was gonna be a picture book, and I was gonna put some stories in it. And lo and behold, as I started reading the Bible, and I wasn't a big, huge Bible reader, I was like, whoa, maybe Donald Trump is using the playbook from the Bible. Things matched up to what I saw from him. Here, let me hear you. Are there any Donald J. Trump fans in the house? I like it. I like it. But it's good to know your name is Gene. Oh, right. We respect that. But to us, you're still Gene. No, that's right. And to be on your show, okay, is, is uh, never had this opportunity. Hopefully, this won't be the last time. 
uh, to speak with you because you're a great American and you represent all the things that are great about America. Yeah, I love that reel. That ta- and ta- like I said, talk about rarefied air, my friend. That you, that you I, I, I look at that and I was like, sometimes I just got to pinch myself. Like, what? Oh, oh yeah, I forgot. That was cool. You know, it's, it's well, great and it's wonderful. Talk about, I know Huckabee was starting to say, talk about your story. Tell the story yeah. about how your own photographer, I think I had seen you introduced as a, a photographic artist. And how, what was the title that someone used? No, uh, well, here's the thing, uh, Steve, it was very interesting because I was a photographer for about 30 years, probably 25 years when I first met Trump. And I had really uh, very little to do with politics at the time. I was uh, doing different people in sports world and it just happened that uh, someone, a magazine, hired me to do a picture of Donald Trump at his very first event before he even ran for president, uh, probably like three, four months, his first like public event before he was actually uh, there. And they put me in touch with him. I did one job for him and then stayed there for two years uh, and watched him get elected as president. Wow. So a lot of people don't realize about it is that I had, I, I was doing photography for 25 years. Uh, did a lot of a uh, lot of people's weddings, but like a lot of celebrities, and and just happened to run in. So now people know me for the Trump thing. Well, I'm going to ask some questions here in a minute. I'm trying to decide which order I want to do this. I think <laughs> what I'll do is I'll space this out. Uh, I'm we've, we're going to run the first piece now. We switched it out. There's two similar pieces, and I may not have it uh, exactly memorized which which picture is in which piece. But you like to. I'm going to use the word intrigue, tantalize with with very interesting things. And you tend to not say something straight out. You want people to think about what are you seeing and why are you seeing it? And when was this and what might this mean? Does that sound a bit? A little no, bit it's, it's very intriguing. I'm very intriguing, by the way. I, I've known that I've <laughs> dominated this this like Internet thing because a lot of people like to share it, even whatever I post like people taking and share it all over the place and it's wonderful but you know ultimately i'm getting people to think about certain things you sure and a lot of, a lot of <laughs> no a lot of people you know a lot of people watch that and they say even like the best thing is people uh my age will say oh my 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 uh, son or my daughter watches you and so it's, it's a great awakening it's wonderful now the piece i'm going to run here is was what you did on TikTok. you gave us permission to use it yeah you are not at any point saying the name in this TikTok of the person you're going to point out you're pointing out this person i get to say who i think it looks like so i'm going to say it looks like don it looks like jfk jr who supposedly died in a plane crash in 1999 so it looks like to me uh, you, you and I had an agreement before you ever came on the show that you could neither confirm or deny anything. <laughs> so, and that's both funny, but also kind of true, right? Is that? It's uh, you know what? Uh, a lot of the stuff I bring out that I, I don't, I get it. People read into what I imply and, and it's interesting, but I just yeah. make people think, you know, a lot yeah, of these well, things are, are thinking things. Well, <laughs> and to that end, we're going to go ahead and play that piece. Cause this is around, this is, uh, um, the one part of it is at the inauguration of President Trump, his first inauguration. Uh, okay, and because I'm mixing the two pieces up, no, it's so good. Well, well, yeah, just show it. Yeah. If you see, if he points to someone, everyone knows who I thought I saw at least on the first picture that really looks like, because you show it in a magazine on on a cover of something, and it looks like if JFK Jr. was alive, 
and he was 20 years older. Uh, I think it's 20, 25 years. It's, it's since 1999, whatever that is. Yeah, 24, 25 years, something like that. Okay, so without further ado, let's watch that piece. Here we go. Now, you know, if you watch my videos for a while, I never say this phrase, watch till the end. But this one, you're going to watch till the end. You're going to need to. Okay, you remember this one? This is George, and I know it's backwards, by the way. Okay, I'm on my cell phone. It's flipped. This is George magazine, and this is Donald Trump on the cover, of course. Notice that he is wearing Tiffany blue, and the the logo's in Tiffany blue, which was never really done that way. Now, this one is George magazine coming back after I don't even know how many years. But notice the article. There's an article down here that says, Gene Ho on the return of Trump. The same month that this came out, Donald Trump announced his run for president. Okay? Again, so it's just interesting. All right, here we go. You guys remember this one, Inauguration Day, of course, Tiffany Blue by Melania Trump. She's wearing Tiffany Blue there. Okay, big deal. My question is, who is this guy right there? Who is that guy? Now, I get it because he's like, oh, Gene, you're so dumb. He has an earpiece on. He must be Secret Service. He's Secret Service. Okay, really quick. When I was Donald Trump's photographer, the staff, including myself, the Donald Trump staff, people around them, we had to wear a lapel pin. We had to get cleared by Secret Service and wear a lapel pin to show that we were allowed to be around Donald Trump. Secret Service also has a different kind of lapel pin. Now, look at this. That's Secret Service, I bet, right there, because he's wearing that. See that? That's a lapel pin. Here's another Secret Service right there. And you'll see right there, he's wearing a lapel pin. This guy is not wearing a lapel pin. So who is he? Or, or, or maybe his lapel pin, maybe his secret service lapel, lapel pin just fell off. <laughs> okay, so that one now, I, I, that, I didn't get, I, I didn't sorry, get to show I'll, the other one, so you don't I'll, want me to show that other no, one? No, we'll, we'll do that another time. We'll do okay. that one another time. Right, so but yeah. I, I, I was thinking I was going to show the one that also had that picture, but that's okay. We'll show it next time if, if I get your question. Just, right this is just interesting things because I, I know that when I was Trump's photographer, that the family did not have, or family or close friends, I don't know, but family and close friends, they did not have to wear a lapel pin because Secret yeah. Service knows who they're there to protect. However, okay. for staff, people around them, Secret Service, they all have different lapel pins. The Secret Service, when I did that, I had to get cleared by Secret Service to be around Donald Trump. There's, all, there's a big clearance process to do, but I had to wear a lapel pin. A lot of people do, and it's interesting that here he was, this guy walking with him. Everyone thought it was Secret Service, but he did not have a Secret Service yeah. lapel pin. So basically, yeah. who is that person, or what is, or maybe like seriously, maybe it fell off. Or now let's <laughs> let me do this. I'm going to go ahead and have her play the second clip, not the one that we were just talking about, a different one that where we mix uh, the Kim Clement and. Bob Joyce and and George Magazine are all mentioned in here. Yeah. So let's go ahead and. Let's go ahead and run that one, and then we'll talk about it for a minute. And here we go with that. All right, you think I do Donald Trump, Kim Clement. Coincidences, this one is a Kim Clement, JFK Jr. coincidence. Come on. How's that for some clickbait? But we're talking about this magazine right here, this particular issue. Very famous cover, the first one ever of George. And in there, this one's a kind of cute statement. In the letter from the editor, JFK Jr. says, hey, to start this up, I went to a seminar, two-day seminar, how to start your own magazine. Very funny. The advice he gave to JFK Jr. was, hey, you can be successful in just about any magazine except for anything to do with religion and politics. 
And of course, what does J.K. Jr. say? That's what we'll do then. And they were successful with it. But it's interesting, even down to this day, the new reboot of George Magazine talks about politics. And by the way, different politics, left, right, Democrat, Republican. And it also talks about religion and particularly Christianity because we have as our featured volunteer writer, Pastor Bob Joyce, small town preacher. But it's interesting because his gospel message is going all around the world. So, by the way, be careful how much. You criticize us because we may be doing Jesus' work. All right? But here's a funny part. Because Kim Clement prophesied that George Magazine would be back today, and there's also a date attached to it. Very interesting. Who knows? From JFK Jr., that same letter from the editor. Notice he keeps talking. 30 years. The peak interest of 30 years. And then he actually gives a date. 1992. 30 years from 1992 is 2022, and that is the year, to the year, that George Magazine came back into print. So, take that parlor trick or whatever it is, swirl it around for a little while, and think about it. Very interesting. Really good stuff. (laughs) Steve, by the way, my wife, like, because I I look at that, and I'm like, I laugh at how I talk sometimes, but every once in a while, my wife goes, I walk in the room, she goes, ah, da da, da 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 da, like I'm talking. I was like, okay, I'm not like that all the time. No, I have a I lot mean, of energy. It's, it's enthusiastic. <laughs> I like it. It, gets, it draws me in, you know. By the way, I'll just throw this out there since you're, you, you tease people into research. <laughs> Uh, if anyone wants to look up the name Bob Joyce and what's so interesting about that guy, yeah, I'll just that you can do that too. That, uh, that's that's a that's another that's yeah, another that, and I, I I know I know him very well. He's a he's my pastor as well. So well, I mean, he is well, and he's yeah. your pastor out. Of, where is he located? He's uh, he's out of he's out of Benton, Arkansas. Okay, and I, I recently moved seriously sight unseen right around there. So I moved to uh, Hot Springs, Arkansas, but I moved sight unseen. Never met Bob Joyce before, and then everyone at George was like, "Oh my goodness, Bob Joyce is right down there. Go go check him out." And so I did out of uh, curiosity or whatever, but it's interesting. You just got to look him up. But uh, it's a yeah. wonderful, wonderful pastor. Interesting, interesting day. So, <laughs> oh, man, where do we want to go here? Let's talk a, a little bit. We're going to come back to uh, George on a couple things, but let's talk about the Trump family and the things you've learned and, and things you've learned about, I, you know, you've got I saw a bunch of clips and I couldn't run a clip on everything, but I want you to talk about the detail to which President Trump involves himself. And then you, I'm not going to tell the story, but you told something about a signature and you told oh, something, my something goodness, about yeah. an out-of-focus picture. Talk about those if you if you can remember those. Uh, well, it, it's wonderful because, you know, uh, I look at Donald Trump and I'll never forget it because uh, one time he had to sign a document and I was a witness to the, to the signature. So he signed it and I had to go behind him to verify that that's a signature and everything. So obviously I got to do that. So I'm watching him, but it was amazing because what you end up having to do is after I watched him sign, I signed it too. He was witnessing my signature. So basically most people, once they sign, okay, it's done. This guy, he, he, he knows what he's doing, but he is very meticulous in what he does. And then, so that was one story. The other story, I, forgot, I almost forgot about it. Um, I'll never. This one is very interesting. And this one's another one you just don't forget uh, because I did the VIP photos for Donald Trump. Basically, it goes very fast. I mean, it sounds, you know, wonderful and everything, but it's really a, it's, it's a difficult job. People go, you take pictures, next, okay, next person, next. 
Donald Trump goes to me, he goes, no, no, that one's blurry. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. And I didn't want to say to him, and I, I got mad, but I wasn't going to say, no, sir, it's, it's not blurry. So I said, okay, uh, Mr. Trump, I'm going to take that picture again. I took it. And then I went home and talked to my wife because I was really upset. I've been a photographer for a long time. And Donald Trump's schooling me from the front that it was blurry. Sure enough, when we looked at it, that picture that I took was was blurry. And how so we're like, you, how do you suppose he did? Is it that some, he felt someone was moving or what? How? No, I think a, a lot of people, this is uh, obviously there's no way to verify this, but uh, probably he's the most photographed man in all of history. We're talking all of history because he wow. came during the uh, cell phone era, you know, and so and he has all these people. He, he, he may, may very well in all of all of history to be the most photographed man wow. in, in ever. So wow. you, you put that all in perspective. And then I guess he saw me moving too fast or whatever. But this is a man, Donald Trump, very meticulous when it comes to details. And that's why I feel great about, you know, what, what our country and, and him, you know, going back to be our president, because I feel like he understands he's very intelligent and very smart, but he knows what's going on around him. You also told the story on one of your TikToks about a, a gentleman in a wheelchair. I was very, very impressed with Trump because you. I love it when I get the inside track on Trump because he already, uh, I, I feel to honor him in every possible way. That's how highly I think of him. But so I'm not usually surprised. And yet, whenever I hear an inside story about the one in the wheelchair, do you know what yeah. one I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. About yeah. That. Okay. So um, a lot of. Uh, uh, a lot of us are very um, aware there was a, a video, and I was there when it happened, where Donald Trump is like shaking, and they, they said he was making fun of a uh, New York Times reporter because oh, I right. think, right, right. So he's like, oh, I don't know, I don't know what I'm doing. And I do that all the time. Like if I'm talking about my, my son and like, oh, he has his hand in the cookie jar, and I pretend to be my son, I'm like, oh, dad, I don't know what I was doing. So he did that. That's like, People talk, and it just happened that this person was actually disabled. So they said that they were making making fun of him, or Trump was making fun of him. So I thought that I was going to save the day because early on, I have a picture of Donald Trump where he had a, a talk to a person that was a paraplegic, spent time with him, talked with him. He's my friend. His, his name is Joey. But he talked with him, and I said this. I said, ah, oh, I'm going to save the day. So Mr. Trump, we have a photo of you with one of a person that was paraplegic and you were spending all this time talking with him. That would be a perfect campaign photo for you to start showing off that you do care about people with disabilities. They didn't want any part of it. They didn't want to exploit my friend who is a paraplegic. They didn't want to make him into a campaign poster or whatever to show his love for humanity. So just, you know, those are the stories no one knows. Whereas where a lot of politicians would be like, aha, got it. Yes. Use that photo of me, you know, hanging out with a, with a paraplegic, whatever. He didn't want any part of it. I'm, I'm telling you, this guy, Donald Trump's a good guy. You know, when I remember watching him before he ever was into politics, we'd, I'd watch him on the, the apprentice, you know, and he'd have to get hardcore right at the end. And he'd say, he'd have to interrupt him and funny with this cold stare un, almost unkind. And sometimes it was unkind. He goes, huh. Sally, Sally, Mr. T Sally, you're fired. And he, he'd say, you're fired. And I thought, man, 
he must be a hardcore <laughs> in person. So, I mean, address that as far as what you've seen. Does he do that sometimes? Or is uh, he? Uh, I will say this. He is a very difficult, uh, I won't say difficult boss to work with. That, that's the wrong phrase. A very um, demanding, okay. demanding boss. And it, like, listen, I've been a photographer for, for many years and I had to endure certain times where Donald Trump himself looks at the back of my camera and says, you know, that's horrible. Or really, like looking at my camera. Now, if it's horrible, whatever, I could deal with that and it's fine. It's very difficult. I was a photographer for a very long time. Yeah. So I had to learn how to do that. But at the same time, when I was doing something that was very good, shot it, photographed it very good or something, I mean, it was wonderful. He was the first one to pat me on the back and says, nice job. And so it, it went both ways. But it's very interesting because he's not, that's what you want as a commander in chief. That yeah. you you don't want someone that's a that, that won't tell you what it is, and it makes everyone better. It made me a better photographer, even. Uh, but no, uh, there's there's no question about it. He is a um, he's a very meticulous boss to work for. He he makes everyone around him better, and this is really what you want. You know, you don't want you know you don't want a boss that's like you know lets you do whatever you want. So it it was very difficult. I had yeah. a, uh, I can't say the guy's name because I don't have his permission to do it, but he was one of the people pictured today in a video. He's been on my show. He's been on your magazine. Uh, but he came on the show and, and he was describing doing a call. I'll just say a political call. Actually, it was a prayer call. And the, the, the Internet went down or there was in the, he didn't get it right. And he came on my show right after that. And he says, man, Trump let me have it or something like that. And I go, he did. And he goes, he goes, he goes, yeah, he said, and the way he said it, he said, he said, well, what happened there? Why did that go? Why did that keep going? And I thought, I said, that, that was intense. He goes, he's the president, Steve, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, so, or, you know, so I, his, first of all, his, thing about how he felt was, oh, man, I got reamed over. But when he described what happened, it wasn't so bad. It's just that he's the president, you know? Uh, I mean, it, it, it was, uh, I mean, so, some of it was very difficult. Like, I mean, there was times when I set up a backdrop under certain lighting and a certain way, and Trump walks into the room and he just, whether just to do it or whatever, he goes, I don't want, I don't want the backdrop there. I want the backdrop over there. And so I got to go, yes, sir. So I'll do it. And then that, that was one of the times. I mean, he looked at the back of my camera. And he goes, this is horrible. This what, is absolutely what do you horrible. Mean he looked at, oh, you mean he looked at the, at yeah, the screen? At the yes. Like, and, and the, I'm retired as a photographer now, but even way back when, I never allowed anyone to look at the back of my screen. So when I take the picture, I usually don't allow people to see what I'm doing because if there's a mistake, I can adjust yeah. it in color yeah. or whatever. If Donald Trump says, I want to see the back of your camera, you, you, you hand him your camera and he looks at the back of it. And, <laughs> you know, yeah. he said, I mean, he looked at me and he says, this is horrible. And I was embarrassed about it. And, and by the way, I mean, when he, when he said that, you know, what, what I needed to say was, you know what, I'm the professional. If he points and wants the photos there, that's my obligation to get the lights yeah. right. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, I don't mind taking the criticism, even though, I felt like saying, well, Mr. Trump, if you just would have let me took the picture over there, I would have took a better picture. But you, you just don't say that I mean, to Donald Trump. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I feel it. I was a photographer. I did wedding photography in my early part of the life. And so I have a, a feeling for that, what you're going th went through. But 
But at the same time, there is that guy. He's like, when they say he's the most powerful man on the face of the earth, pretty much is, you know. Yeah. And so he gets yeah. to he, he he gets to do that. Well, talk about. I want to ask you about this. Uh, you did a TikTok, several of them actually, because you'll go back and repeat the concept I've seen, and you address when people get kind of freaked out or traumatized about what's going on in the news and and i'm scared about this and they're saying that and then you said when you some i'm paraphrasing your idea rather you said something like here's what you need to do look at the trump family look at the kids do you know what i'm talking about what you were telling people to talk about that oh it's very simple you know uh when it comes to the trump family I call the Trump family, which I'm, I'm friends with, with them, uh, especially Laura Trump, uh, who, who I just adore. Uh, she was very kind to me and, and invited me to Trump Towers and everything. She's, she's really, really a nice person. And they all are. Yeah. But I, I've always said to people, I said, they are the canary in the mine. When I say that, I mean, like, if they are not worried, then why should I be worried about our future? If they look calm as all, as, as anything. I mean, you have them posted. Just look at, follow them on wherever you're doing Facebook, Instagram. They have the public channels. I mean, they're, they're, they, they look like they're calm and everything's in control. Now, if that's the case, that would be great. But, you know, what we have going on in America is we have an election coming up. And I get it because everyone's like, oh, what's the plan? Do we sit here? Quite frankly, the plan is to vote. And there's a lot of other things going on because you have Space Force watching over many things. You know, maybe right now is in 2024. Maybe the plan, just maybe, is to go out there and trust the process and vote. Because if you don't vote, nothing's gonna, nothing will will change. I mean, you have that's, to vote. That's you know, this is a good point. Uh, Emily, pull, cue up that one about the mentioned space force. I just that was one of them that I set aside. So let's go ahead yeah. and run that because you kind of get into that a little bit with this clip. And this might be a little bit of a longer piece, but yeah, like a couple minutes maybe. But go ahead and play sure. that. She says it's ready. Here we go. Okay, I hear all the time people say, "When is this movie going to be over? When is all going to be finished?" Okay, this is totally hypothetical, really. But think about this scenario. Donald Trump goes to Washington, D.C. and takes over the presidency to drain the swamp. But Intel shows him, once he's there, possibly, hypothetically, hey, Mr. President, you're not just dealing with liberals and conservatives. You're not just dealing with dirty, greedy politicians. But maybe parts of our government was infiltrated by hostile government agencies, basically spies, people, bribing people, all that stuff. So they had to devise a plan and... To help with it, Donald Trump starts something called Space Force. Now, here's the interesting thing about it. Do you realize that Donald Trump got roasted when he came out with Space Force because of this and think mirror image? Could you tell the difference between the two? Okay, the one over here, that one is Star Trek's logo. The other one is Space Force logo. Man, they roasted him. But here's the interesting thing about it. I bet you I'm going to tell you something about Star Trek that you did not understand. Oh, come on. You know everything about Star Trek. This one. Bet you didn't know and understand this one. Notice this. With comes to Star Trek, it was a five-year mission. It was a job. They had to complete something. Now, here's the thing. With Space Force, it was established December 20th, 2019. So do the math. 2019, 2020, 2021. 2022, 2023, 
2024. Now, what does that all mean? I don't know. But if it's a military mission and they're doing something to try to clean up America, maybe there is a timeline involved in this. But remember, if that was a plan, you have to do your part in the plan. Trust the Space Force is monitoring our government. They're doing a great job. It's part of the military. And we have to do our part by going out there and vote for whoever you choose to vote for. I, I'm, in, I'm kind of uh, encouraged by that. You know, you're just throwing it out there. And, of course, I don't know what's all behind it. I don't know if it's just an idea in your head or if you're if you're really encouraging people. But if our five, it's not unlike Trump to be doing comms all the time. In fact, I want to ask you, uh, everyone's talking about the comms that Trump's sending all the time. Is that your impression, too, when he gives us speech, patriots start passing around? He said this. I think that's a calm. Do you? Do you see him doing that as well? You know what, uh, Donald Trump, as we know, and this is the Donald Trump that you've seen, I've seen, everyone's seen. He is a master troll. He's a master of sending messages. When I say messages, I, I don't even like to use the word comms per se, yeah. but yeah. It, he sends messages to people that make you think. Really, if you think about it, that's what uh, I had to did, did another one. By the way, uh, just so everyone knows, if you ever want to see my TikToks, we put a button on George magazine.com where you we downloaded it in case you didn't want to if thank you for that if in case you did not want to go to tiktok or you didn't have a tiktok and also on tiktok there's a lot a lot of fake accounts with me in it a lot of them so they're 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 out they're out everywhere so just go to georgemagazine.com there's a button right on top uh with gene's tiktok so you could go through some of them but uh no yeah with with donald trump uh, you know, one of the things that, like he said, was tippy top. And, and I did a video on that, too. And a lot of people don't know what a tippy top is. Everyone thinks it's tip top, like the top of it. But t- a tippy top is these little toys that we used to play with a, uh, as a child where you spin it. And when oh, it reaches right. a cer- certain speed, it flips upside down. So it's a boomerang type of thing. So did he mean that? I don't know. But it just is awfully coincidental. But, but that, that's a good example that he, yeah. was, he does it. In a lot of speeches, he has lots of comms. Is that is that your impression too? Oh, you- uh, uh, okay. Just uh, just the one one of them that I know of because I do uh, I do a show called About George with Gene Ho. Like again, I'm I know I'm plugging it, but like when you go to georgemagazine.com, it's there. Yeah. So I did a sh- yeah. Ah, thank you. All right. So I did a show uh, on JFK Jr. because of a song that JFK Jr. in the original George put. put in his letter to the editor, and it's the same song Donald Trump uses that is, as his events. Uh, it's the Rolling Stones song, You Can't Always Get What You Want. Wow, who knew uh, the same week or the same day or, or, or a day later after I posted that on True Social. Actually, this is going to be my next TikTok. You gave me a good idea. On the next uh, show, uh, on the next uh, uh, his True Social post, he posted, You Can't Always Get What You Want. So was it a total coincidence? that he uh, just happened to do that. And I just did my show on JFK Jr. That two days ago, was it a co- coincidence or was, I don't know. I really, I, and honestly with that, I don't know, but it's so, very yeah. interesting. Well, really. I mean, even pointing it out, it's like, that's kind of where I am. I, a lot of times I don't know, and I'm not sure, but it sure is fun to ponder that. Talk about anything you can say about why uh, Melania Trump wore Tiffany blue, and what, what what's going on with the <laughs> Tiffany blue? Well, there was another uh, a video that I did where basically 
in the first issue of George magazine ever. This is the one that JFK Jr. did. Okay. What he did was he uh, put the words in Tiffany blue and had a Tiffany blue box right next to it. And of course, you know that it has to do with, uh, well, a, well, a lot of things, but when um, o Obama and uh, the Trumps met each other at the White House, basically what you had is Melania gave the Obamas a Tiffany blue box, oh. which, which is interesting. It, they're all, all of these are a, a lot of coincidences that have come about. And they're and all it, either comms or troll, uh, trolling right. thing. I mean, it's amazing. And there's a lot of other things. I mean, you have to remember, uh, Donay Clement, who I know is your friend, me and Donay Clement, we're like brothers and sisters. I mean, we nice. feel a, a kinship with us. In fact, she gave me as a, as a, a present, Kim Clement's a prayer mantle. Yeah. And we didn't, and this is his actual from his prayer garden. And uh, I didn't realize it till later on, and neither did she, that it was the same, uh, same prayer uh, garment, uh, mantle that Kim Clement wore when God, he said God told him to go to New York and pray for Donald Trump. And really? so I, I have really? it. But, uh, really? you know, it's, it's amazing what's going I, I, what I think is what's going on is I think that, um, I think Jesus Christ is just, changing things really fast in I, was the gonna, last you know, I was gonna ask you right right after you're finished with this so while you so now that you're talking about talk about your relationship with the lord and anything like what you're just saying and personally and all of that yeah uh one of the things i do believe uh what god is doing in these last days is i honestly believe he is introducing his children to one another yeah. a lot of the people that we meet we are all from different walks of life but suddenly it seems like God's children all know each other. So, you know, I was very much a liberal most of my most of my life. Being a liberal doesn't mean you're not a Christian, but I was a liberal. Right. But I just got baptized uh, two two years ago uh, this month in January. Whoa, so two years nice. ago, I Whoa. got baptized, and my wife got baptized, and then uh, now my children got baptized too. And so we, you know, I, I think that's what it is. I think uh, God in this last days. Is introducing the children together, and I'm telling you, me, me and Donay, Clement, we love each other like brother and sister. There's a oh, there's right. a unique bond that we have, uh, and we feel extremely close to each other. And then also, like I said, I, I go to uh, Pastor Bob Joyce's church yeah. uh, right here in Arkansas. And I before I met, lived here, I never knew anything about him. Uh, I didn't yeah, know anything but... about Kim Clement before until after he passed away. Uh, then yeah. I started researching Kim Clement. And so everything is coming together. And I, and I believe there are good times ahead uh, for us. I believe there's a lot of challenging times ahead for us as well. But, you know, what else can we do right now than, than trust in the Lord? So good. So good. Uh, just because as we wrap up here, I didn't, I don't think I've heard how it is that a defunct magazine by JFK Jr. that went out of print after he died or purportedly died, however that is said, how did uh, Gene Ho end up uh, picking up the mantle? Pardon the, the the pun on that. I, you know what? Uh, to the, to this day, I don't even know. I was approached to be the editor in chief uh, of George, and uh, I, I'll be honest. I mean, I could see uh, why I would be chosen or whatever. Uh, I, you know, I have a lot of connections with a lot of people, but you know, it's very interesting. And I'll just just uh, close it with this, or if, if it could be. On the day that we announced, um, on the day that we announced 
is basically that, that the magazine was coming back. It was a two years to the day, two years to the day where I'll just say it. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. An online poster said, is JFK Jr. alive? Really? And the answer to that was no, but it was exactly that. They call it a delta. Everyone knows what yeah, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, a two-year but... delta to the day that I announced it on the stage. I was at the Reawaken tour. Um, by the way, uh, I usually speak on Fridays, uh, but it was on Saturday. Moved me to the day, two-year delta to the day that yeah. that I announced it. So oh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. even in that stuff, even though I'm convinced that among all the planned comms and trolls and messages, God is up there also having a little bit of fun or a lot of fun uh, timing things to the exact minute sometimes when nobody nobody was doing anything on purpose uh, sometimes, and there's an amazing calm that just pops out. I, I bet you've seen some of that as well. Yeah, I, I mean, and thank you for saying that because, I mean, a lot of people are constantly saying, okay, well, how do they, like they, I, I say this all the time on my TikToks, and this is a great audience to say this. Yeah. Because I asked them, I said, how's it done? How, how, how is this done, the, the, these coincidences? And there comes a point where it goes beyond human capabilities of how it's done. And it, it comes to a point where it is possibly our Lord shaping things right now to the way it's happening. And I say this, and I've been saying this a lot, by the fruits that you shall recognize them. And you know, you have God's children and intermixed among them is like the wheats and the weeds, but by their fruits, you shall recognize them. You know, who is out there saying, listen, we get, need to get more united? Who is yeah. out there saying you need to get closer to Jesus? Who yeah. out there is saying all these things? And yet, if a person ends up attacking me or someone else with good fruits like that, then quite frankly, that's, that's, that's something, quite frankly, that you have to deal with with my yeah. father. So it's, yeah. it's. Well, really, 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 really good, Gene. And uh, you can have a little chuckle with your wife who walked by and says, it, I know, know, yeah. When Gene gets all excited <laughs> on there, you know, because you've got that, uh, that uh, now iconic map behind you, not map, but you know, uh, the, the flag, flag, yeah, the flag, yeah. My, my yeah. wife did that, so well, yeah, she it's, did that, it's beautiful, yeah. Yeah. Just tell her you were looking at the at her beautiful artwork and it just inspires you. <laughs> oh, your artwork is so beautiful. Ah. <laughs> Come on, man. All right. Thank Let's you, get, everyone. By the yeah, way, please, I, I, yeah, if I could plug, please. Put the George, George yeah, online. thank you. Yeah, please, please go there and, uh, uh, you know, support us uh, by reading and sharing. And also, like I said, you could actually get a physical copy mailed to you as a yeah. subscription. It's All right. Thank you so much. Read online or the yeah. Oh, yeah. Read it free online. You can do it that way too. Okay. Wow. Excellent. Good job. Thank you. I uh, appreciate it very, very much, Gene. Thank Have you. a great day. We'll have you back. Thank okay. you. Okay. See you later. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.